Okay, Ryan, um, I was talking to my buddy Carl this week, and he's gone on a deep dive. Hey, Carl. Yeah, there you go, Carl. Long-time listener, first-time um, caller. Yeah. Um, he uh, has been going on a deep uh, dive on, like, a creepypasta or un, uh, it's it's a subreddit about, like, creepy things. People write stories about creepy things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been And he's been watching, like, unsolved mystery type of things and all this sort of stuff. And so he said, I can't believe you and I haven't talked about our subject for today. So that's where this is coming from because they got a buddy doing a deep dive on, like, UFOs and disappearing people and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Okay. So um, – that's where we're at today. So uh, all you out there in Radio Land, Podcast Land, welcome to The Five, right? The podcast for two middle-aged men. One who has levels of courage unseen since the times of William Wallace. And the other whose crisis response seems to be based on Shaggy and Scoob. Discuss their list of five. You can decide which one it is. Um, what are we talking about today? Times in our lives we've been most afraid. Okay. So right off the bat, you were telling me you had a little bit of a problem with this one? I would just say it was hard. Yeah. This one's hard. Like, I, I guess there's probably one or two things in my life that I'm not going to talk about on this podcast. That's probably, so you're probably getting my, my, I don't know, three through eight, three through seven on my list, you know, but even then I know I felt intense fear before, but it's hard to pinpoint when that happened in life. You know Mm. what I mean? It was hard to come up with very, very specific examples when I felt that and remember them, at least remember those times. But I know there's probably more that I'm missing. That's interesting. Were you trying to think back in through childhood with this? Or is this all most of mine stuff? are childhood. Really? Yeah. Where I can really pinpoint. Because huh. I guess I've been afraid as an adult, but you're more equipped to handle fear as an adult. Uh, like when I was a kid, uh-huh. fear was just overcoming, yeah, t- yeah. like overwhelming. Like uh-huh. it was more of an intense feeling, I guess, That's as a kid. Yeah. But it's, it's mine are... Mine, I don't have kids yet, so I'm betting some of yours are attached to your kids. Like, I'm betting fear goes mm-hmm. with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I can remember times in my childhood where I was, like, I was overcome with that, yeah. That's – okay, I'm very interested to have this conversation now. Okay. I think this could be a very fun and interesting Good. conversation. Like, I feel like I know a lot about you now, but this is, like – I think this is going to be untouched territory. Okay. I'm going to learn about stuff like this. All okay. right, good. I'm very interested with this. Good. Okay. All right, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, your turn to go first. Are we sure it's my turn to go first? I'm positive. Okay. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Nope. Okay, I got a couple honorable mentions. I had, I had a hard time coming up with five. Really? Like, again, I know I felt fear again more often than this, but I couldn't come up with this very, very, very specific examples to come up with it. It's interesting because, I man, like, actually, no, no, no. I don't have honorable mentions. No, I have one honorable mention. All right. Uh, and then I have a whole bunch of times that I wasn't scared but should be scared. So I want to brag about those. Mm, okay. Okay. So is this the bear again? Yeah, part of it's the bear. So number one, um, my one – so I had six things I could think of. Uh, and this is the one that didn't make my list. Um, I don't know if I've told you the story of when I learned about the KKK. No. So I learned – Oh, maybe you did way, way right? back when with your buddy. Yeah. So it was my basketball team. We were like 12 years old and we were having a sleepover. And we had one black kid on our team. Yeah, this is the very. This was on your very, very first podcast. This is really? one of those "Where were you when?" moments. Oh, okay, so I think so. Where yeah. was I when? Yeah, I realized. I think you told the story of the thing. very first podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I was very scared of the KKK when I was a kid. Okay, I'm very scared of them. Uh, that, I don't know. I, I don't they know. were good movie villains, right? Like KKK. I don't mean to to compliment the KKK, but, but as the, a movie yeah. villain, the KKK was always like a go-to. Like, oh no, you like, know, like if oh. it's modern in the U.S. Yeah. or whatever, They're like mm-hmm. the Nazis. Like the mm-hmm. Nazis were like the best movie villains. Any time mo- timepiece right. movies where you're like back in the '40s or something, uh, that was intense. '30s and '40s, they always had right. bad KKK characters. So yeah. so yeah, but anyway, 
Um, do you want to hear my not scared things? Yeah. Okay, so I'm surprised that I wasn't scared when there were bears around when I fought a bear this summer. Yeah, I knew that was going to be on your list. Okay. I was surprised that when I got bit by a snake. Oh, I remember that too. I wasn't scared. I think we talked about this on the podcast when that like, happened. Yeah. I got bit. I was like, oh, and then I. I think it's I was, bitten. I was bit. I got bit. I was bitten. You were bitten. You got bit. I got bit. You you were bit. It's not, I, when you say it, it's, it's messed up. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> say gra- it. Grammar should be objective, my friend. Yeah, go say it. Say I got it. bit. You got bitten. I got bitten. Yeah. When I got bitten. Yeah, there you go. When I got bitten by a snake, I figured I should have been scared that something was going to happen to me. Like maybe I'll lose my leg or whatever. I had no fear at all in that moment. Okay. I don't know why, but I had no fear. I bl- I remember that you didn't. Um, I, yeah. I'm not scared at all of bees. I'm not either. Really? Yeah. I have you have you been stung by a bee? I don't think so. I may have, and I don't even know it, but I, they just don't phase okay. me. Yeah. Tangent. Here we go. Okay. So uh, Wednesday night, my wife was having a game night at her house, and they were out, but she was like all excited because it was cold, it was nice enough to where they could put all the stuff outside. So she was undoing like all these chairs that people were going to sit on, mm-hmm. and apparently underneath one of these chairs there had been this giant wasp nest because mm-hmm. we hadn't moved these chairs all summer; it's been too hot, mm-hmm. and so these wasps are flying around. And they're scaring her and her friend, and she actually gets stung in the middle of the back by a wasp. Uh oh. And she comes in, and she was like, I've never been stung by anything before. And I was like, What? How's that possible? And I realized most people I'm talking to have never been stung by things. I don't think I have. I, I don't know. I may have had, I've had bug bites galore, okay. you know, and mo- some of them like big bug bites that may have been like bee stings or something, and I don't even know that's but, what it was. So you don't think bees, hornets, wasps, you don't remember being stung by one of them? I don't recall being like, oh, look, ow, a bee stung me. Huh. But again, I've had big enough bug bites that okay. I guess may have been stings in the past. Do you know what I mean? That I may have been like, oh, that's a bee sting. I didn't even know that I, that's what it was. If you are if you can't remember being stung, I don't think you've been stung. Oh, yeah, probably I mean, it's been. not super painful, but like you would know. Yeah. Like it would feel like something like biting. Not like when a mosquito bites yeah, you, but, it's, but like it's, something's it's, actually biting you yeah, hard. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's Maybe weird. Not. I've been stung a lot by bees. And I, I don't think I was that more outdoorsy than the normal kid. I think, but I've also been not afraid of them. So okay. I haven't been flying around like swinging at them and stuff either. You know, like, oh, bee, okay. bee, you know, and screaming and, and uh, making an ordeal. I've just been like, oh, there's a bee, you know, and I don't, I don't, like I'd let one land on my arm and I'd just be like, I'm fine. The bee, okay. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Some people freak out with that. I'm like, no, oh, it's a bee. He's not going to hurt me. Yeah. Right. One time I was running and a bee flew in my mouth and it stung me on the inside of my cheek. Uh, have you ever seen those pictures on the internet of the dogs getting, yes. they bite, they eat bees. Those <laughs> right. are hilarious. Yeah. Is that what you looked like? Uh, yeah. It got really swollen. Oh, like that, that cheek got really swollen up. So, and, and he stung me and then I bit him Oh. and then I spit it out. And that's when I realized it was a bee. Oh. So I stung a, I bit a bumblebee after it stung me. Ouch. I know that one was painful. Um, anyway, bees. That's okay. interesting. Yeah, I'm, uh, not, I'm not, they don't phase me. Yeah. Wasps, those things too. Like, right. yeah, whatever. I'll um, walk right up to one and just be like, you know, as long as I'm not disturbing it, I know I'm fine. That's what I think. That's yeah. what I think too. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the last thing is I'm not scared at all being on stage, being in front of a bunch of people. Ooh, that's a, now that you say that, that's probably one that I probably should have considered. Okay. I don't know about fear, but but I'll, I'll get my heart racing and I'll get too amped up and okay. then I can't calm down and I, I need to be like, chill, chill, okay. slow down, uh-huh. slow down. And then I have to, and I, and I, I know uh-huh. that even I'm not emotional, but mm-hmm. my body is so intense that it sounds like I'm, my voice is about to crack, even though I'm not upset. Uh, have you ever had that? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? You've no, never felt that way before? I've never felt that way. And I, it's not always. It'll uh-huh. just sometimes. And usually it's only when I know I'm about to have to talk. Like if I have to just wing it 
and someone was like, Hey Ryan, what do you think? And I was in front of a group of people. I'd just be like, fine. I just no talk. But like when I know it's like my turn coming, like you can count the heads down and people are going to uh-huh. have to talk. Even if it's just a couple sentences, when I, when I have to prepare, like, uh, it's about to be me. It's about to be me. Uh-huh. It's about to be me. And I don't know why huh. there's no good explanation for that, but that'll get me all tense up. Interesting. But if, if it's just like, if I were just to be in front of a group of people and someone said, Hey Ryan, will you tell us about such and such real quick? I could probably talk for a half an hour and mm-hmm. not, and be fine because I wouldn't have to prepare for it. I could just okay. do it. Strange. Right. Is that weird? I don't know. I'm not sure. And yeah. the anticipation makes sense to me. Yeah. Right? Maybe. It's, yeah. Right. It's not the act of speaking. It's the, I want to make sure I do this well. I'm prepping for it. I've prepared for it. Gotcha. And then it's, I don't know how to explain that, but it is, but it is like sometimes when we have, when we, when I was coaching here still, and I would have to talk to the, the, with the kids signings, oh. that would get me super anxious. Uh. But if I had to just, just do it, wing it. And no one told me you're going to have to talk. They just said, Hey, will you talk real quick? I could have done it easily, but that's really interesting. But thinking about it and being like, Oh God, it's almost my turn. It's all uh-huh. that, that kid's coach talk. Now it's my turn. That huh. was super anxious. That is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. It makes sense, I guess. Okay. It doesn't seem weird, but right. uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that was the most afraid I've ever been, but that's his, uh, like that's the adult fear. You know, that's yeah. that's the closest thing I've been to like adult okay. terror. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to my real list here. Yeah, then. let's go. Okay. Uh, my number five, and this is in order of scaredness, right? So my number one's gonna be the most scared I've ever been. So when I was 13 years old, I went to a movie and I saw a fire in the sky. It's, it's um, D.B. Sweeney, mm-hmm. and it's about a guy getting abducted by aliens. Okay. And it terrified me. I have, I have one like this on my list. Maybe I should right. – this could be my five, so when we get here, I'll just make okay. this my five. So okay. like, it, I mean, I, it, was, it was what I would consider like a fairly well done, like, like a very realistic – like it's freaky. You, have you not seen this movie? Uh-uh. Okay. It, it's – D.B. Sweeney's awesome, though. I'm all in on D.B. Sweeney. It, it freaked me out to the point where I was not okay walking outside like by myself for a while mm-hmm. because he was just alone in the woods and that's mm-hmm. when he got snagged mm-hmm. and so and it like serious fear like hard time going to sleep that sort of thing yeah like, i know what you're talking about there. so like and that, that's this is actually the only one yeah this is the only one from my list as a kid that i can remember i was not a scared kid growing up but this freaked me out for the early part of my adolescence okay and so which is even so much more interesting now that i don't have a problem now like camping in woods like I wouldn't have been able to do that when I was thirteen because of this movie. Mm. But now I love sitting out by myself after my family goes. And what to was sleep. it called? Uh, Fire in the Sky. Hmm, okay. It's worth watching. It's worth watching once. All right. Well, I can't believe it's a movie I haven't seen. You're you're the guy who does all Fire the Fire in the Sky. I know. But, I'm not. But so it's interesting because for years then I would say, I'm scared to death of aliens, but I don't think they exist in that way, like coming down and stealing us and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. But I do think that ghosts exist. No. But I'm not scared of ghosts at all. I don't think they can affect me. Hmm. No. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But so anyway, fire in the sky, aliens, alien abductions freaked me out. Okay, mine are, my f- number five is two movies. Okay. Okay, and they're two different experiences, but I couldn't separate them, and they were so similar to how I felt that okay. I just had to make them one thing. Okay, one of them was when I remember, I remember this being – I must have been late four years old, almost five, because I can still this remember. This young. Yeah. And we went on a field trip in, a, in preschool to go watch The NeverEnding Story. And I've that never movie, seen that. The movie is terrifying. <laughs> for, I was four. I is didn't that with the giant weird Yeah, thing? the okay. weird flying dog thing. Okay. Yeah, and the, the horse that dies in the quicksand, and he's trying to pull the horse out of the quicksand. Yeah, I don't know any of that. It was like, why did you take four-year-olds to go see this movie? It's, it's, it was traumatizing. Mostly because I think when I was four, I didn't know enough about 
uh, fiction to know that people could create other worlds. So it existed uh, in this like Narnia. I don't know. It's not Narnia, but you know, in this right. other universe. Fantasy some, yeah, fantasy yeah. land. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is this? You know, where is this? This exists. Like, this is a th- place that uh, there's giant flying dogs. And like, it was horrifying. Uh-huh. I remember being terrified. Like, couldn't finish the movie. The teacher had to take me out of the movie because I was really losing my mind scared. Yeah, I was so scared at this movie. Was it rated G? I don't know. I don't know. I've never even I've never even looked at it again. I don't even know how well it's aged because I've never put it on again. I've never even like one. I've never been able to sit through it once ever again. Yeah. And the other one is a way way less known movie. Nobody's probably ever seen this. It was like a made for TV movie. But I remember my best friend at the time. His name was Chris Manning, and I we used to just hang out in his basement and do sleepovers all the time. We just lived in his basement. Okay. And there's this movie called Lady Killers. I still remember it so well because I was so terrified of it. It's not the Tom Hanks one. No. Okay. And it was about, it was like a made-for-TV movie about this male strip club where this woman comes and is <laughs> is killing the men while they're on stage with this claw. Like this little, like, she would, she would like, scratch them down their backs and chest and, and murder them. At, so, but the lady had this wig on and these glasses you can never see, and they play, like, really you know, dark music uh-huh. when you see her and you just saw her like her glasses. You didn't know who it was. And the whole movie was building up to like, who was the girl that's killing the man at the strip club. This is a TV made for TV movie. Yeah. And we, we were probably seven or eight and we just were flipping channels back then. And we uh-huh. found this and we were like, no, let's watch this. And we never changed it. And uh-huh. we were both like horrified at, you know, like one, what is happening at this people, adults do this. And second of all, right. There's this woman who's just going to come kill these guys. And uh-huh. it was terrifying. That's- you can look it up on IMDb. It's called lady killers. And it, I think I've looked it up since. Cause I remember it so well from that. And it's got like a four star rating on IMDb. It's not a super highly rated, but it's only got like a thousand people that have ever seen it or something. Now, like this that. is interesting, right? Yeah. The, just the idea of TV movies. Is that even a thing anymore? Yeah, probably not. No like, way. I remember. Yeah, no way. Like that was a thing that happened. Yeah, you made for TV movies. Interesting. Yeah. It was like straight to yeah. That's definitely not now. It was called the Lady Killers. Yeah, okay. Lady Killers or Lady Killer, Lady Killers, the Lady Killer, something like that. Yep, hundred percent. Okay. Um, it was terrifying, and it was. It probably wasn't that scary at all now. But when you're seven or eight right. and you don't know what this adult world is that you're watching, and it's dark, and there's only two of you in the house, and it was. You, you get transfixed and you just freeze and you're watching it just uh, frozen. You know, that's what I, that's how we were. We were just like, what is. So this is what, eight, eight or nine, you said? Uh, not even nine. It must have been like seven or eight. Yeah. And the, the movie was taking place with at a male strip club. It was like, a, I don't know if it was, a, it was a male entertainment club. I remember that. And the lady killer was the, like the lady killers that was the play on words. It was a pun because like the play was like these guys dance and they're lady killers. Uh. But also there's a lady killer who's coming to kill the guys that are dancing at this club. Okay. Have you voted on this on IMDb? I don't know. Did you find it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. What, what year did it come out? 1988. So there you go. Seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Can't believe you're watching. It's Mary Lou Henner. Who's that? You, um, she was on Taxi. Oh. She, she's one of those, like, one of eight people that have that perfect memory. You never seen those on like 60 Minutes? Like, no. you oh, could ask you mean her, she's an eidetic memory? Yeah, like yeah, any but day I don't know. of her life. And she'd be like, it was raining and it was like this. And oh, that. I don't know. Mary Lou Henner. She was on, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's like a sort of famous, like, I don't know. Anyway. I don't know her at all, but I remember that movie. Okay. The <laughs> Lady Killers. I can't believe you watched this. It was terrifying. <laughs> it was, again, it wasn't like we set out to watch it. We were just flipping channels and we're seven and we <laughs> land on this movie and we're like, all right, let's watch this. Oh, my gosh. It was terrifying. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay, number four. Um, all the rest of mine are like adult now things. Uh, mine are not. You're all, yours all kids? Uh, no, not all, but. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, they all. Yeah. Okay. Well, this well, that's already an interesting discussion. Okay, yeah. number four. Um, my first meeting that I hosted as my as the department chair of the social studies department. Oh yeah. Why? Why was, I was that terrifying? Scared to death. Really? I got. I. It was what you're describing. Like, yeah. What the the heart the tension. Pumping. Yeah, and you're like, like I'm oh, about to gosh. go on. I'm sure I was speaking way too fast. Yeah, and you're you're. I know what you mean. I, I know that. Feels. And it was just in a room. With you just psych yourself out. Yeah. You just psych yourself out. And it there's is, no, you calm yourself. Uh -huh. If you just walk away for, for a second, but sometimes you don't have that right. minute to walk away. You know, you can't just uh -huh. remove yourself. I know what you mean. So mm -hmm. like it was, there was, it all was this room with 10 people who yeah. I'd all worked with. Mm -hmm. They were my colleagues. I'd known some of my known for like seven or eight years. That's interesting. But I, I wonder, I, but here's the deal. I've talked to other people like our buddy Kyle mm -hmm. and he felt nervous when he, his first meeting as a department chair. And then his replacement, Laura, same deal. And huh. well, our department chair just had her first to start the school year and she crushed it. So I hope she's listening to this and here's, hers was awesome. I'd be curious to ask her. Yeah. I will have to ask her. Was that, was the heart beating heavy? Yeah. I wonder if it was underneath. But she was, that. she was super prepared, like crazy prepared, yeah. had documents and things and you know, like strategies. That and, was my problem. I didn't have documents, but you know what I mean? She's just really ready to go. She's okay. obviously spent time thinking about it. So okay. yeah, she did really well. My problem is I spent a lot of time thinking about it, but I had no documentation. <laughs> it was just me throwing. No, out but ideas. she had like the way we're gonna check out books this year because we don't have librarians do oh, it anymore, okay. and she had like, you know, what our our norms and our our standards are gonna be, and how we're gonna have meetings and all that good stuff. Okay. You know, like all that. She was very prepared. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That that's it. That's it for me. Like it's again. Well, let's. I mean, that seems like that needs unpacked. Like my okay. thing. It's just the same thing, right? It's just that mm. it's it's. Why were, why was that so intimidating to you? I don't I don't know because it's not when now. was this? That wasn't how many years ago was this? Oh, eight. Oh wow, it's been that long since you've Maybe been department chair. So oh. I'd been here I'd been here about seven years. Okay. And then I you know. All right. But I mean it. I don't know. I I was younger than some people. I don't know if that affects it. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't I'm not sure what 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 why why that happens. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, did you know you were going to be scared before? You I did got, not know that. No, you, you weren't prepared to be that way. I wasn't no. prepared to be scared with it. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I felt that way before. So yeah. it was uh, that happened to me when Sydney Hansen had her signing. Okay. I had like a freak out moment, and all of a sudden I was like, I, why can't I do this right now? Why can't uh, I speak? So what? it's just one of your players, and you're gonna talk at yeah. her signing. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden I just had a like, I'm not ready for this, and I got. But, but I could have easily just been like casually walked in and be like, Hey coach, do you want to say something real quick? And I could have been fine. Yeah. You know, I've been just fine. It was uh -huh. the preparation and the build up and everybody looking at you and then staring at you and then waiting and he's next and look who's next. It was, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. I don't know what to say. That's not what yours was like. It was not a high stress environment. There was, it was, it was a meeting. We were all sitting down. Okay. It, it's weird. I, but I, I can remember that. It's kind of like the last time I'd been nervous having anything to do with teaching, hmm. like speaking or teaching or whatever. So hmm. okay. it's strange. Okay. What's your number four? Number four is a very, very specific instance. It oh. seems so minute now. Okay. It seems like no big deal. But at the time, I just remember all the blood rushing out of my face. Like I'm terrified. And I was at Westridge Middle School as a seventh grader. And I was in the hall. I don't know why. I don't remember the circumstances, but I was in a big, long hallway all by myself and this giant bully eighth grader comes walking around the corner and pushes me up against the locker and he goes, get in the locker. And, and I was like, I, I just froze. I was terrified. And I looked both ways and there's nobody in either direction for like a hundred yards. You so know, it's like in the hallway. It's not yeah. in the gym. No, the gym this is walkers. right in the middle of the hallway and there's no one else there, but the two of us. 
And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, like uh, what's going to happen to me right now? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then he goes, I'm just kidding. And he walked off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He goes, I'm just messing with you. And he walked off, but I was horrified. Like he tried to be like, dude, I'm just messing with you. But he could see that I was terrified. Oh my God. Terrified. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, oh dang. I shouldn't have done that. That was, I messed up. That's, that was a big deal. Cause I was, uh-huh. that was the closest I've come to tears from fear. I think I was like, I was terrified. This guy, this giant eighth grader who had like a record, you know what I mean? Like he was one of those oh, kids. It was like, really? yeah, I thought he was going to shove me in the locker and I was going to be, I was terrified. I was terrified. Did this kid, did you know him in high school too? No, I don't even remember his name, who he was. Really? I just remember being, this kid is trouble. We're the only two in the hall. Trying not to look scared, and then I looked too scared, and he like tried to pick on me, and I went like I, I can't, you can't see my face over a podcast, but I there's fear like nothing else, now, and it happened so fast, and it was over so fast, uh-huh. but I still remember being terrified in the moment. Okay, so I'm trying to visualize this. I know you were skinny. Were you short at this point, or did you popped up? Like- uh, I was average height. I okay. wasn't. I wasn't super She's tall. A skinny seventh grade. Yeah, really skinny seventh grade. Okay. Yeah, with big goofy hair? glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, big gawky glasses. I was probably wearing a basketball jersey, big giant glasses, and shorts, and oh. that was all I had. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's that's what I wore. Do you have spiky hair? No, okay. I just had just whatever hair. Yeah. And this guy, <laughs> that just cracks me up. That's interesting. How did that affect you throughout? Did you not feel safe at school? Did you not learn the rest uh, of the no, day? No, I don't. I don't even remember what I thought. I just remember freezing, looking both ways. Like there's no help coming. There's nobody. What do I do? Scream, yell. How do I like, oh, what am I going to do? And then he's like, oh, I'm just playing with you. And <laughs> it was over that fast. But I remember being uh, horrified at the moment. It's so interesting. Cause I, I joke about having had a bully in middle and elementary school, but I really didn't. I was always the biggest kid. So I never had those experiences. Mm. I did. Huh? Multiple ones, or is this yeah. the one just sticks out? Uh, that I probably there's probably like just boys being boys stuff that were just like uh-huh. you know in the moment, ra- not like a, a, like a a planned out thought about bullying experience, but just like a kid like pushes you or something. You know what I mean? Like you have there, there's that type of thing, but it wasn't like a, where this kid walked up and like I've got a plan, you better comply uh, or else. Okay. And I was like, <gasps> I wonder. Do you think that stuff happens anymore? Or is bullying completely turned into something different? I think that stuff probably like that probably happens, but it's not the same. The same feeling probably happens to the kids, but it's mm-hmm. not the same danger. I don't think they probably have the same danger as they used to, but, but maybe I'm wrong. But are our kids not smart enough to realize they're smart enough to realize everything they do on this building is in, on film? Well, they are now after this week. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. This is the tail end of all the TikTok destroying things on purpose. we hope it's the tail end i it's, hope it's, it's gonna be i hope it's the tail end anyway interesting um yeah it's interesting okay yeah. that was it um getting, almost getting bullied in middle school but not quite <laughs> it was bullying it was emotional yeah, it was bullying. it was it was freaked me out yeah. i was uh-huh. devastated okay huh. yeah. um number three mm-hmm. now uh i don't know I, I i share this story with anybody so i don't know if it's embarrassing to share on air or not on but uh this story of my first kiss oh i was terrified Man, now that you say these, these make me think, do I have one like that? You know, where I have to look back and think, I don't know. No, don't go for that one. Keep going. Okay. Um, my first kiss, let's see, I was 24 years old, right? So I've, I've only kissed one woman, the woman I ended up marrying. And so we are that's, hang- that's the only person you've ever kissed. Only person Just I've ever the kissed. only person you've ever kissed. Yeah. That's crazy. Besides my mom and my grandma. You I can't know. get over that. I know. So, um, and so we had been dating a while. And she was, she was literally, how, how long um, before you kissed her? 
probably it was probably three weeks of officially dating. Three weeks, and you hadn't even kissed Dude, her yet. I'm telling you, growing up evangelical <laughs> f's with you. It's probably fair, right? And so, and I didn't even. Okay, that's a whole separate subject. Okay, okay. but <laughs> three she was, weeks. She was still living at home with mom and dad because yeah. she was taking a gap year before she was going to medical school. Okay, um, and I was living with a buddy or whatever, and so we've been we've been hanging out. That night she had come over to the place I was living. We've been watching movies. I don't know, whatever, but like we were dating. It was the point to where like we would hold hands, like all this stuff. But you hadn't kissed this is me as a 20, this is me as a 20, as a 25 year old and a 23 year old, right? <laughs> you were this. 25 and you'd only hold hands with <laughs> yeah, your wife. Yeah. <laughs> what? Three weeks into the relationship. That's insane. Um, and so, uh, I walked her out to her car, uh, from a place. And I, I could tell she was like, I, this, we were supposed to do this. We we're supposed to do this. And I just couldn't do it. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll call you tomorrow or whatever. And I went inside. It's hard. And she left. When and you it, don't know, like right? that first time, you're, you're trying to feel it out. And you're like, what do I do? So, Should I? So yeah. I go in, and I had two roommates at this time. And one roommate was there with his girlfriend. And, and he was like, what's up? And I just sat down. I was like, I didn't kiss her. I knew I should have. And I, I just unloaded. And he's like, oh, man, that's okay. Like, I'm, you know, it was really nice. It was really nice have him and his girlfriend, who ends up being his wife, to just talk me down through this. And I was like, you know what I should do? I should just drive over the place right now and kiss her. I should just do this. And his girlfriend's like, Ooh, this is amazing. Like she's, <laughs> she's like, go do it. Da, 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 da. And so I was like, yeah, okay. 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 I'm getting all pumped up. And they're like, give me all pumped up. So I was, yes. And so I run out and I jump in my car. And so I'm driving, I'm like maybe 10 minutes behind her driving over to her house. And so I pull up and I'm walking in the drive, a uh, driveway. And I was going to go like knock on, not going to run her, but she's in her car and she goes, Hey, and I was like, ah, cause she was sitting in her car. Cause she was, on her phone with her best friend saying, what do I do? He won't kiss me. <laughs> and so this is amazing. This so, should be a, like a, this is great. And so she goes, huh? She's got her phone. And I was like, I was like, I forgot to do something tonight. And I just grabbed her and I kissed her. And then I said, good night. And I got in the car and left. I drove you home. You didn't even stay and say anything. That's no, all no, that's all I said. So what, then and, and there's I, no, no follow up. No, no. So I drove. So home. when did you talk to her next? Well, hold on. This is great. Okay. I, I get home right. and my roommate and his girlfriend are like, "Well, well, how did it go?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did it." And they're like, "Yeah," and like high five me and all this sort of stuff. And so there you go. That's it. That's the story of my first kiss. But I was, I was just terrified. I was just. Well, terrified. when did you see her next? I think I don't. Shoot, I don't even know if like, I saw her the, the next, next day time or just you see her. You were like. <laughs> no, we just there you go. Then, now we're kissing each other. So and now you, you it, now the second time was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second time was fine. You just start. I think How long did it last? The kiss. Yeah. Oh boy. Like was it just, and then you went yeah. on, or was it? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I apologize to my in-laws who might be listening to this, <laughs> uh, whatever. But like, there was no tongue. We weren't. Like, what, what's wrong first, with that? Was well, first kiss, right? I know, you know, but why are you apologizing like, for that? Like, uh, it's just like the specificity of this. I don't, I don't know if they, whatever. <laughs> this is the um, greatest thing ever. It was, it was probably like, you know, I grabbed her and I was like, mm -hmm, <laughs> and that was like, that was it. Something like that. I don't know. I'd be curious to ask Jess about this. We haven't talked about this in a while. We, this should have been a guest appearance for this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we needed Jess on this. So, this. Um, this is that. incredible. Just probably like, that is not how it happened. Oh, yeah, it's very possible. I don't know. Right. Um, oh, but then God. my memory is, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, that from then on, it was like, oh, okay. Then we're making out on the couch and like that, 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 that like unlocked it. I was like, oh, okay. And then the, the, the conditioning that I was given all the way about purity, whatever, just kind of like, oh, okay, no, I'm just gonna do this instead.
Okay. So, so there's 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 my story. But like the heart rate, it's exactly it's straight from a movie. It's exactly from a movie. That whole story is straight from a movie. That's like pretty just, awesome. And so That's and I remember awesome. being so hyped. I, I didn't go to bed for like two or three hours. Oh yeah. When I got home. I oh was yeah. Hyped. The adrenaline rush yes. after that. Yes. Like, yeah. It was. For so sure. I'm kind of. I don't know. I'm kind That's of a happy story. I'm kind of glad that that was me as a 25 year old instead of a fumbling 16 year old. I don't know. I don't know. I have no regrets. No regrets, I tell you. Uh, that's a good story. So, okay. That's a good story. Uh, you're I number like three. It. What do you got? Number three, having it at Disney World. Oh, wow. This already sounds amazing. Uh, it's really not. Okay. But, okay. Uh, I didn't want to go on a roller coaster. Okay. And my parents were like, nope, you're going. Oh. You're going on the roller coaster. Would this have been your first roller coaster? Yep. Oh, Never been on a roller coaster before. And I was terrified, and I wasn't going to go on one. And it was at, it was called the Runaway Mine Drain at Walt Disney World. <laughs> okay. And they made me stand in line for like an hour and a half in those white winding lines. And I'm yeah. screaming, crying the whole time. Everybody had to hate me. The whole me. time? Just like, no, I'm not doing this. No, please don't let me go. Don't let me go. For like a four-minute roller coaster ride. <laughs> and afterwards, I was like, that's fine. I was, uh, you know, like, after, I was, but I was like, when they're strapped me in and telling me I'm getting on this roller coaster, I was like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> How old? How old uh, probably seven or eight again. Jeez. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's probably seven or eight. Oh. Just like losing my mind that I didn't want to go on this roller coaster, but they made me go anyway. And now I love oh. them. But at the time, that was terrifying. That's so it was funny. It was horrifying. Oh. I was really, really scared. And we like the problem with not just scared, but like having to watch yourself get closer and closer An to the thing you fear over slowly working away. And then finally, you're yeah. so close that you can like see the thing go shh, you know, pull up, and you're like, oh no, that's ours. You're like, I gotta get on that thing. Oh my God, it was awful. Uh, I took my kids on their first roller coaster this summer, and it was a weird experience. Did you force them on in no, tears? Well, I didn't. No, I didn't force that. Like, we were at the opening, like when it was open at Worlds of Fun. So we we're like, okay, Willow, where are we going to go? What are, I think we should go right to the Patriot. We should do right there. We were playing this out. So we went right there, and I don't think she knew exactly what she was getting into. And so there wasn't like a long wait. We were the second people on, mm. and the first one came back, and they, they had to clean up vomit off of it because someone had already vomited on the first one of the day. Ugh. And so we're stuck there, and so. I don't know if she would say it's enjoyable or not. Either way. And my son would just sit there rigidly throughout all of them. Really? But I didn't make him go on them. I don't know. But they said they liked him afterwards? I guess. I don't know. Huh. It's weird. James seems like he'd be all about That's a roller what I coaster. I thought, too. But he, yeah. no. No. Was it just, yeah. uh, just kind of, uh, whatever? Yeah. Was he trying to be brave for you? I, don't, I have no idea. Huh. It was weird. It was not, it was not normal for him. Anyway. Okay. Um, okay. There you go. Uh, number twos. Yes. Number twos. Uh, my number two is actually very similar to my number three, and it was asking permission for my in-laws to marry their daughter. That would be hor- that would be terrifying. Yeah. I can't even – that wrapped my brain around making that phone call or, like, doing that in person. I did it in like, person, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you had – but, like, whatever. But you probably had to set it up on yeah. a phone call to do it in person. Well, but here's the deal, right, because they lived in town. Yeah. And – it's, it's a weird story. Ready for another yes. long story Yeah, I love okay. it. I'm, I'm so, in here for it. So when my wife and I started dating, very quickly she ended up moving to Israel for her first year of medical school. Right. Right. We, um, and so we were dating it during long distance during that time. And so all of a sudden I had all this time. The person I was spending all this time with was gone. I was like, well, what am I going to do with my time now? So what I would start doing is I would come over and I would hang out with her mom all the time because her husband had just taken a job where he was traveling more as a salesman. And so me and her mom, Marlis, we just hung out like once a week. We would like kind of go on dates or just hang out. To, but I was hanging out with her all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very normal for me to just come over and hang out with her mom. Uh, but we're getting to 
when I was going to go visit her for winter break, I was going to go over there to Israel for Christmas. And I was like, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask her to marry me. I'm going to get a ring, all this sort of did stuff. Did you fly over there, like chicken out, fly home, stop the plane halfway not. back and then drive back and over? And my friends had to pump me up to go do it. Yeah. No, 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 okay, no we good. did not. Okay. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to go do this. Cause again, I guess, like, I don't know if I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessary anymore. What? Like the, as the whole going to ask. I think it is. I think it is. I have problems with it. Why? Like if a dude comes and is asking me for my daughter's hand in marriage, I'm gonna be like, ask her. Well, like, sure. I trust my daughter. She's not my. Perm- it feels like a leftover from a day when I was selling my daughter for a doubt. For a that may be, but I think it's. I, like I think it. it's the girls that like it. I think it's the uh, girls that are the ones that are like, this is important to me that you. Oh. I think that's a. The the, the okay. my friends have all been. Very yeah. much. That's what their wives have wanted. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not just been what they felt like they had it to do, but it's like what okay. their wives wanted to have happen too. Either way, I yeah. did it because for whatever reason. Um, and so I go over there. And so it was a night that Dennis was going to be home. And they knew mm. I was getting ready to fly over there. So it was kind of under the assumption. I was like, do you have anything you want me to take over for your daughter? Yeah. Like Christmas presents, stuff like that. So we had dinner. We were hanging out. But I remember not being able to bring it up. So I ended up staying there for like four hours. And it's like 1045 at night and I'm still there. You couldn't leave. Because I can't Spit do it. it. Out. That's so it's not even like we're watching TV they, or anything. We're were just they so sitting. annoyed? Did they know what you're they, gonna do? I, I would have to ask them, but I'm pretty sure they knew. So why wouldn't they just say, Brian, we know where you're here? See just I think I don't think I would bail the dude out if somebody was doing that for me too. I think I would just let the guy <laughs> Yeah, you totally would. I think I would just you're let sorry, the guy we're just gonna sit here. Out there. <laughs> we're just gonna sit here. But I remember sitting on the couch and Dennis was in his recliner and Miles was over on a yoga ball, one of those exercise yoga balls. She was literally bouncing up and down. Who I was? think she was excited. Mom. Oh. Jess's mom oh, okay, was. I okay. think, and so finally, I think I said something along the lines of this. I said, I just gotta say this, I gotta get it out here. And I just blurted it out. That was like in in I asked, at like 11 o'clock at night. It was, it was late. And they were both like, yes, great. Yeah. And, you know, they were, they were oh, yeah. all in. hundred okay, percent. Um, way, they were way more at that point. Jess and I had talked about They just it. wanted to get you out of the house by that I point. Yes, probably. Right. They were definitely way more excited about it than probably Jess was that I was talking about it. Right. I feel like I had to convince her a little bit more of it, yeah. but whatever. But like, it was terrifying for a long period I of bet. time. That would be super, especially when you're sitting there knowing you can't say yeah. it out loud. Yeah. That'd be fun. And they're and they, it's not even like her dad was like, yeah. Mr. Intimidate. No, yeah. he was not. He was, you know, yeah, I know. What you and mean. I knew they were going to be like, cool. Yay. But so. you got to what? Like when you ask, why is that important? This is their daughter. Like, you know what I mean? This is a, they, they created this life. They they've. Yeah, but why they, not their son? What do you mean? Why? why I, I, it still makes it feel like my daughter is my property. Oh, I see. What my you're saying. son's off on his own. But my daughter's mine. You got to come well, get it for me. I mean, th- but there's so many things like that. We're trying to do away with, I know. with gender things that they're just still there that seem attractive to people that people okay. like, but also on the other side of their mouth say we shouldn't have. So okay. it's, it's a hard thing to, I know. I know I'm being too whatever. I know what you mean though. I get, I get your point, but I still think it's more the girls that like that. than the. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong about that. There's probably girls listening to this. who are going to say I'm wrong about that. <laughs> okay. Number two, what do you got? Okay. My number two having in, um, my grandpa and, or my mom grew up in Boulder, Colorado. So mm-hmm. my grandparents lived there my entire life. They lived there for 50 years. Plus they, they were from Texas and they moved to Boulder when my mom was a little girl and they lived there for 50 plus years. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa was loved, loved the mountains. He became the ultimate. I mean, he was never going to leave. This is, 
Mm-hmm. I love this place so much. I love the mountains. I love everything about Boulder. He was a super conservative dude, but like an old fashioned conservative okay. dude. Not like a, not like a, he just wanted to be able to hunt and fish and do, you know what I mean? He's just, but he was like the most, the least judgmental man ever too, mm-hmm. but he just lived for the mountains. So mm-hmm. we had this Bronco most of when we grew up and eventually he traded in this old, old green lime green Bronco for his forerunner. That was like a mid nineties forerunner before he eventually got, he's, he's only had like three cars since I've ever known him. And that was, mm-hmm. a, that was the middle one. The middle one we're talking about now, he has this silver and black mid nineties forerunner. And when he first got it, he wanted to take me up in the mountains with it. We went up in this little path. It used to be a train track. That's not a train track anymore. Okay. They're just like wrapped around this mountain uh-huh. with no guardrail. There's not even a road there. It was just like this, this dugout side of a mountain. And we got up, we were driving up there. And I remember just so tense. Like we are like, You're I can look edge. down yeah. and see my death right below me to the right. Like, cause I'm on the, uh-huh. the passenger side as we're going up the side of this mountain uh-huh. thinking we're going to die. And then we get to the top of where we're going to be and we're like, he's moving so slow because he doesn't want to, you know, <laughs> yeah. and we get to the, and he decides we got, okay, we're, we, oh, wait, we should not go any further. We should go back down. So we keep driving, looking for a place to turn around, keep uh-huh. driving. There's no place to turn around. So eventually he tries to turn the forerunner around what? on this little thing. And I was horrified. I was trying, I was like white knuckle. <laughs> I can't, I, but my grandpa, I respect so much. I'm not going to challenge uh-huh. him, scream and cry or anything. So I'm just frozen. How old are you at this point? I, uh, I was probably 12 or 13. Okay. You know what I mean? I uh-huh. was, I was old enough to be like, oh, completely aware of what was going on. <laughs> and like, this is psychotic. Uh-huh. I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. And it was fine. But as he's backing up, like, you know, he turns the thing around and he's back up his back wheels. I'm like, we're going off. Like we're towards going. the, the yeah. cliff. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> To turn to turn the car around and drive back down this like side oh. of this cliff, it was. I've never been so scared of falling. Like I was just like, I can't believe we're doing this. Why are we here? I'm never oh coming to mountains gosh, again. Dude. It was horrific. And again, that's not that great of a story. But I was as, as afraid as I've my right. my body was so tense, I couldn't move. I was so scared <laughs> of being on this mountain up on this yeah. forerunner uh-huh. on this like old train track through the mountains. It was it was horrible. <laughs> Had he ever been on that road before? I'd never been. He had. He'd been. Oh. He does that stuff so all the time. He's doing. Well, he felt good. Sure, but I was just like, we're turning around on this. <laughs> he did like a nine-point turn, you uh-huh. know, like turn the thing all the way around, and every time he put it in reverse, it's like, no, <laughs> we're going over, we're going over, and we made uh, it. We got back down. That sounds amazing. Why does that sound amazing? That sounds <laughs> awful. Oh, uh, okay. It brings oh. us to our number ones. Ooh, that was you so okay? Awesome. You remembering yeah. this? Yes. The, the the cortisol levels are going up again. It was so, oh, so scary. <laughs> okay. Um, recap for me. My number five. I'm scared of aliens. Four. My first meeting with apartment chair. Three. My first kiss. And second. Asking my uh, parents permit my in laws permission for my wife's hand in marriage. Those are really good. Yeah. My number five is two movies: Never Ending Story and Lady Killers. The lady Killers. Number four was a fake bully in seventh grade. Number three was a roller coaster at Disney World, the Runaway Mine Train. And number two was a mountain ride on the foreigner with my grandpa. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. There's the story number one. My number one is uh, not fun at all, and it's serious, and it's scary. And that's uh, when my son had his first seizure. Yeah. Right? And it was just brutal. Yeah. It was, it was the – like We talked know, about this last week and the things you left off your list. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like – 
when the, there's the old story or the cliche story almost of people saying when they drive their kid home from the hospital the first time, how guys like drive like 20 miles per hour and that. And, and I remember driving going, huh, you know, it doesn't feel that much different. Like I wasn't worried, you know, like that sort of thing. But the first time when you really experience and, and think, oh, my child might have died here. Yeah. And it wasn't like a baby. Like it was a kid that I had met and, and, and all this. Met. Yeah, you met. I mean, yeah. a baby. You know? I know what you mean. Yeah. Like it was, we had history. Yeah. You know? And it was just, it was just in the most, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. The f- I, fear that comes with that. I could tell because you were so quiet about it. You, you were that, and just kind of like what you said, yeah. and that, and it was terrifying, and that was it. And you kind of left it at that. When you told me about it, yeah. it was just very, yep, have a seizure, yep. And there was no other yeah. elaboration on it. That's how I could tell there was something really up. And, yep. I can, and I can still feel it, like literally right now, I feel it coming up my neck. I bet, yeah. Did you give you shivers? Yeah. Yeah. Is, poof. It was, it, the interesting thing about it is my wife slams into medical professional mode, mm-hmm. right? I can't even imagine dealing with this. If, you, my, I mean, if your wife if you, wasn't a doctor. Yeah. yeah. I, like, Oh my gosh. Right. And so like, I, I still remember, you know, the, you know, we called 911. I'm talking right there. I'm like, I yell at my daughter, will I go down and see when the firemen are here? I'll be, I'd be curious to talk to her about this, her memories of those day, of that day. Um, it was early in the morning mm-hmm. and the firemen come and I'm like, where's my daughter? And so I just went downstairs and just sat with her. And when, and I, I one of the firemen actually came to me, he was, I, and said, Hey, we see this a lot. Your son's going to be okay. You know, right. don't, I remember just feeling that, but like, it was just, it was just brutal. And then when we get back to the house and you know, the next night and he's just run around playing with all the kids like normal. And mm-hmm. it's the first time my wife and I had actually had a chance to debrief, mm-hmm. like sit there and talk about it. I remember just sitting there like at the kitchen table and kids are running around the house like crazy. All the cousins are over. Yeah. And I was like, do you want to talk about this? And it was just this flood of both of us. Really? of just tears and emotion oh. and just Oof. like, it was, uh, it was, it was brutal. I bet. It was brutal. And, and the thing that I always come back to is as things, as bad things go, that can happen to your kid. This isn't even top 500 of bad things going to happen to your kid. What? Like, yeah, like he has, he lives a totally normal life. It, it like, it was just, it hasn't disrupted him at all. Right. Oh, okay. Like you see what I'm yeah. saying is okay. that it's not like freaking leukemia for yeah. a kid or getting oh, run over what by a could car. be for your yes. kid okay i thought you're saying and like so, this isn't going to be on the level of right. the worst things that happened to him and so okay. but still like it's just oh that's intense you're it's right it's very intense it was i was scared when i mean when i heard it and that he's not my son so yeah but yeah so that's easily my number one it's really only the one that was that has any merit i'm scared of getting kidnapped by an alien i'm scared of asking for permission to marry my wife right that one's real. That yeah, one's it's for real. real, but it's like a, it's, it's not I know what same. you mean. I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. okay. So what's your number one? My number one's hard for me too. Mine happened in 1992. Okay. So you're like 12. Yes. 11. Okay. 11 years old. And, um, I stayed the night at that same friend's house that I watched the movie with. Okay. okay? And we lived in that basement. You know what I mean? We were living in that basement at the time. And we just moved recently moved back to Kansas city for like the third time. Okay. So I'm in fourth grade and it's summer of, I, I don't remember exactly what time of year it was. It must've been summer of 1992. I want to say. Okay. And 
I'm at that, my, our friend's house. My dad drops me off and he says, I got to go talk to your mom. So he goes and disappears for all day. And I'm, he's gone all day. My parents are gone all day long and I'm over there. And I'm like, it's past the point when they usually check in and be like, oh, where are you doing? Are you going to stay over the huh. night? Or are you going to do what you're going to do? Hadn't heard from him, hadn't heard from him, hadn't heard from him. Didn't hear from him all the next day. So I stayed there that night. The next morning. So like, you didn't know you were staying there that night? No. You get to, oh. No, I was just there. You know, I just, and then. So are you worrying about this as the time's going I on? I knew there's, like, I remember it, it perked up like, hmm. You know, like, what's happening here? Hmm. Something's obviously not right, but it wasn't, I'm still having fun with my friend. You know what I mean? I was no, I wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't petrified. Mm-hmm. And then my dad came and got me the next morning. He took me to the McDonald's that is right off of 435 and, and 87th Street. Gotcha. You yeah. know where that is? Uh-huh. And sat me down and said, your mom and I are getting divorced. And I remember freezing because I did not know how to respond to that or mm-hmm. what that meant. I had a few people I knew in class whose parents were divorced, but I didn't know what that meant yet. And it was, I just froze. And I think I spent two years frozen. Like, I oh. think, like, I think it stunted my maturity. Like, I think it stunted hmm. who, like, I was, I was a year older than most of my classmates. And I felt like I was a year behind most of the time hmm. because I was, just, I think I just think I just froze for two straight years. And then when wow. I came out of it, I was like, I wasn't still, I was still behind because I was, I don't know how to explain that, but they, the sitting at McDonald's eating like a big breakfast, having my dad tell me, well, your life's never going to be the same after you leave this McDonald's was intense because he said, I'm moving into an apartment. I'm not going to live with you anymore. Like all that stuff that you're just like, what the hell, what is happening? What is, what is going on right now? And there's, I mean, a thousand questions you probably have, but at 11, you can't articulate. You don't know how to say the questions that you probably have. I just remember thinking, I don't know what to do with this and left it. I mean, a lot of stuff came after that, but at the time I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what to say to this. I don't know how to, I wasn't old enough or mature enough to be able to comfort my dad, but he was also obviously upset and Mm. I wasn't with my mom and she didn't tell me, but I was like, now what? Who am I, whose side do I take? How do I, you know, there's all right. kinds of stuff that went to with it that made me think again, it wasn't real. Like I'm in danger fear, but it was fear mm-hmm. of the future. Yeah. Right. Yeah, past that. Was your mom having that conversation with your sister at that exact moment? Nope. She was still over at that friend's house. It was just my dad and I that came uh. over and had that conversation. And then we went the next week we went to Colorado and I think that may have been that trip. Cause Are it was, you kidding me? Yeah. Because then grandpa takes you out on the, yeah. Because we came, we went to Colorado and we came back from Colorado. My dad had moved out of the house. Like we moved, mm-hmm. we went to Colorado with my mom. My sister and I went to Colorado with my mom. And when we came back, my dad was out of the house. Okay. And that's when he told Ashley what was going on. Oh, jeez. And I remember her saying. So you kept that a secret? Yeah. I was, you said, don't tell your sister. I was or? not going to say a thing. Oh, I was, I was not going to talk. I was like, I was yeah. in a coma. I was not, there's no, God, I was not going to broach that subject to anyone. I was terrified. So. When we got home, I remember this is, if we're going to talk about how many times you've been the most angry in your life, this mm. was not her fault. But my sister, my dad, like got down on one knee and told my sister, I'm moving into the apartment like behind the house. And I'm going to get my own apartment. And I'm sorry, I'm moving out. And, you know, I explained this. I remember sitting there like watching her saying that, and she was probably a coping mechanism at the time, but she was like, good. Now I can play on that playground over there at the apartment complex. Jeez. You know what I mean? And I was like, I just remember being furious at her when she said that out loud i was like are you freaking kidding me you know like that's what your response is you get to play on the playground your your dad's telling you he's moving out and you you get to play on the playground at the new apartment complex you know but that's she was just probably trying to make everybody feel better in the moment and like this is okay but i was furious and that was it was an intense couple it was an intense summer yeah
Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I have a billion questions I want to ask you, but they don't belong on this podcast. Why? You can ask your question. Well, but I, I mean, like, it almost seems like it's like, a, I just, questions of what it, what a, being a child of divorce is and what that does and it like, was, like it was, all that. Uh, there's so many questions. That, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That, is it, we can talk about it at some other point, even on air s- if we want. I'm not, I'm not criticizing my parents. That's not what this is, but they were, they both had, obviously it, were struggling so much with what was going on that it impacted us. Like yeah. they were both struggling and hurt. They're right. obviously both so hurt. And I didn't understand hurt on that level when I was that age, right. but they were both obviously just devastated what was happening and angry and bitter with each other mm-hmm. as this all played out. So it took a good three, two, three years for it to all finally settle down and be like, okay, we're fine. We can go about our lives again. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, it was a lot. Man. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Okay. So we, gosh, we, we, we meandered through talking about Disney world roller coasters and first kisses into childhood seizures, seizures and, and trauma force and trauma. Holy shnikes. Yeah, I know. Well, um, yeah, I don't know how to end this sucker. Well, I wasn't trying to bum everybody out. No, just, it's, we're talking about fears. That was a fear. That was a legitimate fear. And it's a totally different kind of fear. It's right. not like I'm going to die. It was like, what does life look like right. going forward? How, how do I advance the from tomorrow? The rug being pulled out from under you and everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Jeez Louise. I remember what the other thing I hated was that, how do, how do I explain the difference here is that all of a sudden I stopped getting treated the same at school. Oh, really? Yes. So they told the counselor and then. They told the teacher and all of a sudden like my fourth grade teacher would start using baby talk with me. She'd be like, oh. oh, Ryan, baby, are you, you know, and I'd be like, what? You know, like you're, you're just crabbing at me last week for not being able to keep my, my hands to myself. And now you're like, Ryan, please keep your hands. Mm. You know, be, I know you're struggling. You know, like it was all uh. like a, like a, and I remember thinking like, what? Huh? Like, why is the response different now? Uh-huh. And then the next year, the same thing happened because the divorce was not over. It, was, it, was, it took forever. I remember the teacher pulling me up and like holding the piece of paper and saying, why didn't you tell me about mom and dad? And oh, I'm like, geez. I don't know. Like, I wasn't advertising what was going on. What did you want me to say? You want me to come to school and be like, hey, guess what? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It was just lots of awkward interactions with adults who are trying to be helpful and supportive, but don't know at all what's happening. You uh-huh. know, it was, it was strange, strange time. It was, it was ended innocence quickly like there was oh, a there was yeah, a lot right, of childhood right. that ended abruptly not that my childhood was over mm-hmm. but there was a lot of it that got zapped away in a mcdonald's on 435 Damn. and 87th street jeez louise yeah oh yeah okay i hope my mom doesn't listen to this she's gonna cry if she listens to this <laughs> i'm sorry 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 karen. sorry karen <laughs> she's so. definitely gonna cry if she listens to this so um if it makes you upset and it takes you to a, a, a sad place, Karen, just imagine me being high-fived by my roommates when I came home after working up the courage as a 25-year-old 25 to kiss my girlfriend. <laughs> so. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Oh, hey. Guys, what a crazy emotional journey you went with us today. It was. Um, but uh, thanks for spending time with us. I enjoyed this conversation, as always. Me too. I didn't think it was going to get this good one. This one, we, I think we had I some like good it. discussion. I think and I didn't think good. we were going to get here with this. And I thought mine were going to be very bland. No. Yeah, I it was know. good. Uh, it was a good conversation. So. All right. Um, thanks for spending time with us. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.